welcome to CCM in 3D. I'm Dan. I am Derek. Hello once again. And I'm welcome Dave. to you, valued listener, to our CCM in 3D podcast. We have, uh, well, it's kind of like the 80s hubba bubba bubble gum. It's going to be fun believable today. Whoa, seriously? <laughs> oh, yes. man. You have a bubble on us. So what did we title this thing again? What's this? Well, I think we we called it Three for the Show. Now three that's going to some explaining. So. Yes. So Three for the Show. So we were looking back at albums that were like turning 35 this year um, in 2021. And we're kind of looking through. There's lots of great albums uh, from this time frame that are turning 35. Um, and we all kind of weren't quite sure what to pick exactly. You know, Big Pictures, we already talked about that one. Mm-hmm. You know, Rich Mullins' debut, Street Life and DNK, already have those as podcasts. Want to go back and listen to those. Don't wait and, for the movie. Yep. So, and then we all thought, hey, what if we just picked a couple album or albums that were turning 35 that maybe one or two of us were familiar with and kind of pick some songs out of there that the others maybe get reacquainted with or one is familiar with and send them to each other and listen and give our own comments on this. Oh, oh on this yeah. Sentence. Yeah. This yeah. is great. Kind of covering like uh gaps in our knowledge. I, I know something you don't know. And yeah. Here are three songs from it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. That's yep. right. So independently, we each picked three great voices in CCM. We'll find out here in a minute. Um, and we just kind of, again, reintroduced the album to each other because of, I'm familiar with both the ones you guys picked out, but I wasn't overly familiar with them. And okay. and when you sent the tracks, I was like, oh, yes, yes, I love this. Oh, that's good. I love these songs. Good. Nice. So. Well, yeah. start us off. I was. Okay. Yeah, start All right, off, I'll yeah. start. So I chose Allies Virtues from 1986, of course, and it's their second album it was preceded by their self-titled debut in 1985 and then of course they follow this one up with shoulder to shoulder in 1987 but we've got bob carlyle on the vocals we got matthew chapman on the bass randy thomas guitar sam scott keyboards um this album is produced by dino and alfante yeah and randy thomas at, yeah, pa- yeah. at pachyderm right mm-hmm. um engineered by dino so and i love the engineering in this um, album. I think yeah. they do a great job. Um, and, you know, Allies isn't a huge name with a lot of people, but they I loved them. They've always been big to me. Um, this album really kind of has a 38 special type of sound, if I'm putting it somewhere. Oh, kind of interesting. A, kind oh, of a nice. southern rock, I guess, to me. Interesting. Um, but, of course, it's got this superb, versatile vocals of bob carlisle i mean i think he's one of the most amazing vocalists yeah yeah if, that's, that's, if yeah, i were on the definitely. voice i would turn my chair around for him that's what i would i have no idea what that means but <laughs> okay. yeah dan <laughs> i just okay. i get it dan's I'm, good I'm, analogy I'm, I'm drawn a blank all right so i uh, love the album cover too i think that's it wasn't totally cheap album cover yes um, well the first allies album no. had set the, the album cover had set the bar so low <laughs> yeah. that yeah. anything i'm sorry you know i actually went cheesy. back and listened yeah. to that first album and i i liked it but i thought boy the album cover did not do this album any favor so the <laughs> no. second one is a light years ahead jump from yep. the first one much yep. better much better yeah so I so I thought, well, what three songs? So we, we only limited ourselves to three songs that we would send each other. And I thought, well, what three songs kind of 
represent this album and maybe Bob's vocals or the band itself. And so I chose Harmony. I think there's a lot of great songs in here, by the way, but Harmony, On With The Fight, and Let's Fall In Love All Over Again. Right. So you're basically sending, if you wanted somebody to get to know this album, these are the three songs you would pick. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And And then real quick, before we dive into the songs, talk for a second. I'm I'm always curious about this. And so I've known you for forever and have always known that Allies is one of your go-to groups. You Mm -hmm. just love Allies. So what is it about them help us understand what trips your trigger about allies what's what's what do you like so much about that that's a good question i guess it's just a again it's a good old fashioned rock band they're i think they're pretty creative especially as they get later in the albums Mm -hmm. um definitely can rock out but also can get very um uh, i don't know uh soft and poignant i guess is maybe the best term i can think of and of course, Bob Carlyle's vocals just kill it. Um, yeah. I think he does an amazing job yeah, there. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I don't know, it just has that, again, that Southern rock style, I guess I like. They're, they seem to be really thoughtful song, uh, songwriters, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm all, I always appreciate when you're not just trying to make things rhyme and, hey, that rhymed, that's good enough, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. And they do get they do I've get always kind been, of experimental, like Dan said. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Well, I was going to just point out that one thing I've always appreciated about them, especially during this time period in the mid '80s, is that nobody else really sounded like Allies. So they brought a whole different kind of sound to CCM, um, which I'm always a fan of. You know, broadening out what the what the format sounds right. like. Yeah, they don't sound like anything. They really don't sound like Petra. They really don't sound like Whiteheart. No. Um, Bob Carlyle's got more of a blue-eyed soul type voice, mm-hmm. so he right. brings that to the mix. So you have the band kind of heading in a blue-eyed soul direction. So yeah, I can totally see how that's different from most of what was there at the time. And they harken back to you know sometimes they harken back to kind of doo-wop type stuff almost. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, kind of sound like the six, late sixties sometimes, and uh, but yeah. So yeah, I guess that's that's what does it for me. And and you, there, here's one thing about Allies that I forgot before we get into the the, the, the three tracks from uh, Virtue. I had forgotten that um, <clears throat> I had forgotten that Long Way from Paradise, which we played to death, most <laughs> of the songs on that album yep. on on uh, on our radio station back in the day. It, I just had not remembered at all that that album was released by Dayspring. Yeah. That does not sound like any other <laughs> Dayspring album. Yep. Just, True. Just, oh, interesting. It does yeah. not sound like any other Dayspring album. So that is so interesting that Long Way from Paradise, Old Man Down, <laughs> Devil is a Liar. Right. All those songs are, are, are on Dayspring. <laughs> so. Those guys must have had heart attacks trying to market that to grandma and grandpa Christian radio stations back in the day. Yeah, you right. want us to play "Old Man Down"? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. I, I, we can't play it then. Brother Bobby's sermon hour is scheduled at that time. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and, and listening back to these songs uh, before we talked about them, it, it was hard for me to believe that this is the same Bob Carlyle that would later sing. Oh, oh. You know, because he just had such a great, he's got such a great rock yes. voice. And then he has a huge hit with that ballad, which, by the way, I know all three of us are dads with daughters. Right. And I, I try to stay far away from <laughs> yeah. that song. Yep. Yes, yeah, best avoided. Because it's so, yeah, it's so emo- emotional. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, Bob's voice is just so uh, versatile. Yep. I mean, just a great vocalist. Yep. I'll never forget one thing. My uh, my friend Tim Bouchong, who is the lead singer for the CCM metal band Love War, said about Bob Carlyle, he said, that guy's voice can peel paint off the wall when he sings. And it's so wow. true. Yeah. Just, the, nice. just the extreme power <laughs> of Bob Carlyle's voice. So yes. it's so good. And he's he's got. I mean, I know we've kind of like mentioned it. off in this area, but I remember hearing that butterfly kisses for the first time, and I literally had to pull over <laughs> on the road, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> yes. gosh, I'm crying!" Right? <laughs> yes, I was in the car too, Dan. That's funny you <laughs> say that. And they, they were doing the like the nightly countdown on the Something, local yeah. police station, and that was like yeah. number eight. And I'm like, "Ooh, Bob Carlyle, really?" And then about 60 seconds in, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to hear this." And then I'm like, "Crying." <laughs> you guys are sobbing. Yes. <laughs> Make fun of you. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick Bob, copies of Bob Carlyle CDs in your face. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, that's great. But he, you know, and he's written, good stuff. I mean, the, him and Randy have written a lot of a lot of different songs. They had a big one. Uh, with Dolly Parton in 1999, uh, why'd you come in here looking like that? It's called. Uh, that's 99. Um, yeah, really? Yeah. That wow. Huh. I didn't. I thought that was earlier than that. So yeah, uh, maybe it was. Maybe it no. was. I don't know. Uh, and uh, you know, you know, and then Brian Duncan. They're usually kind of at the hip as well. Uh, with Randy Thomas and Bob. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and who was in Sweet Comfort with Brian? Uh, I think it was Randy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's right. It so was. it stinks to be Randy. He moves from having Brian Duncan as your yeah. lead vocalist to Bob Carlyle. Yeah, that's moving right. from strength to strength, right there. For that's sure. just so yes. good. Yeah, it's good point. Good point. So yeah. So uh, you know, there's lots of different songs in here that I like. That were maybe a little quirky. That I thought I don't want to send those out to you. Like I, I like running out of time, but it gets a little quirky. I like if you believe. But it's very interesting. Like I said, I think it's interesting music versus the, didn't sound like the same old, same old, like you mentioned earlier, Dave. Yeah. So, uh, so number one, we did Harmony, and it's one of my all-time favorite songs. I love turning this up. Just a good old straight-ahead rocker, easy to sing along yeah. to. Um, yeah. When they finally get to toward the end of, I think, the bridge, when they finally kind of let the music die out and he's – Bob sings, when you hurt, boom, boom. When you scream, boom, boom. There's a hope. There's a dream. That just, I love it. Gets me every time. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. You know, I think, yeah. I think I started at like volume seven on my phone. And by the time at the end, I've got up, I got up to <laughs> 10 again and it's beeping at me. Can't turn up your eyes. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Um, and then, I'll, yeah, yeah, I, yeah good. I, I will say this about that song. Um, again, it, trips all of my it pushes all of my 80s love buttons right there mm-hmm. it just it i yeah. you know some people uh, would hear it and go oh it just sounds so 80s you know i'm like yep it sure does and that's great so i just right. I loved the, the, the immediately it just got me 
Yeah, I love how it starts slow with the guitar. Uh-huh. You just hear the guitar and Bob singing, and then all of a sudden the bass and the keyboards kick in at the same time, and then it just gets going, and you're just like, yes. Yeah. You're right. I, I felt the same way, Derek. I'm like, oh, all the 80s is capitalized right here in this Yeah, it's all the feels right there. It is. All the 80s. All feels. the 80s feels. <laughs> way to go, Dino. So, you got it on tape. Good job, Dino. I did have a question for you guys about one of the lyrics, and we'll see if you had an answer for this. Uh, so the lyric is, paid a 10 down at the filling station, a cherished member of the Union Nation. So my question is, two of them, uh, first off, what does $10 get you now at the gas station? <laughs> uh, Diet Coke and a hot dog, maybe? Yeah, definitely not a no. tank of no. gas, right? No. Maybe a third. No. Maybe a third. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe a third. Yeah, that's what I was well, thinking. You, Whereas in 86, you could fill I, up. I'm, I'm driving a nine-passenger van. I don't know what you guys are getting for 10 bucks. So <laughs> I'm not getting a third of a tank. Right. Well, and the other question is the, uh, the tie in the United Nation back to the filling station. What? I, I can't figure that list Yeah, out. I got nothing there. Got, well, I think you, I yeah. think they're trying to compare all these different, uh, I guess, quote-unquote, stations in life that you could take, right? So you got a, you got a guy, an attendant, down at the filling station. I think, I think, I think oh. somebody mistyped those lyrics. I think it's supposed to be a, a paid oh. attendant at the filling station. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I see okay. when I Google it, I think they say a paid attend. I'm like, I think it's paid attendant at the filling station. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Cherished members of oh, the United Nations, wow. womankind okay. and desperations. Yeah, all of them, can't they see there's a loneliness deep inside? Yeah. So okay. it, that makes sense. Every, it's, a, it's everybody needs Jesus sort of thing. Right. Is that right? Okay, gotcha. All right. Exactly. Got it. And then, okay, uh, okay this is going to sound like a odd story but um i actually used to work with a gal and i'm very happily married and all this kind of stuff and i was happily married then but uh there was a gal i worked with uh her name was harmony <laughs> and so there was one time i came and i'm like harmony and i just started <laughs> singing it out she looked at me like what the heck I'm like this is, there's a song i like this song <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I was like, never okay, mind. Yeah, never mind. Creepy. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, it sounded better in my yeah, head. Right. <laughs> right. This went way different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Nice. Number two, we did. I said you're on with the fight, and I love the driving drums on this. I love the shouts of fight, fight. Yes. Um, I, yes. I like the they're talking about to God be the glory, uh, that mm-hmm. He's going before you. Fighting battles for you. Love the vocals leading right up to that bridge on there too. Um, so I thought that was just a fun, would be a fun one to send to you as well. Yeah, that to God be the yeah. glory thing. That was unexpected. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. So that was good. I like that. Yeah, I, I love the grand beginning to the song with the keyboards, you know, and the guitar, and then I'm right with you, Dan. I was chanting "fight, fight," you know, during the chorus, <laughs> and then uh, it's it's just a good song to get you fired up. So I love the lyric, "We'll carry the flag right through the gates of hell," and then Bob goes, "Yeah, we will." <laughs> you know, he's like screaming. You're like, "Yeah, <laughs> nice." Yeah, True, it's a fun yeah. song. It's great. <laughs> and then a third one I sent was I thought went a little slower and, and again kind of showcased Bob's vocals, but "Let's Fall in Love" all over again. Um, yeah. you know, Derek and I were texting the other day about you know, great relationship songs. Like, do they do these anymore? And this song just floors me. It gives me chills. I love the minor notes on the keyboard and everything. Bob's vocals get really gentle, but then it builds and he just belts it out. Um, yeah. And I like when it drops, you know, the, the 
bass drops and it just says we both know what's right and yeah the harmonies and the final minute when they all sing together let's fall in love you know this is something i don't think would ever be played on christian radio back then um because there wasn't yeah so it wasn't really a, a very exact spiritual direction with this but it but it was just a hey yeah. let's let's fall in love all over again let's get back together right and i think too this is um this would definitely end up on my greatest power ballads of CCM. Oh, don't you think? Yeah. Just it's got that soft beginning, Ooh. and then but it doesn't stay there. Right? It doesn't uh, it gets no. a lot more powerful? Yeah. Um, so that's that would be this this one I put down would end up on my list on that on that playlist. So. I'm sensing a new episode in the future. The Great Power Ballads. Oh, you can you can take that episode to the bank. We're doing that. You <laughs> heard it here first. I can't wait. Valued listeners, yeah. you heard it here That's first. Right. We are doing right. that episode. Well, this song, like you said, Dan, it wouldn't have been played. Um, it's a, it's about real life. It's about a, a guy on the road. To me, my take is it's maybe about him. It I kind of wonder. Graphical. You know, he's on the road away from his wife, and maybe they don't have the spark they once did, and he's, you know, he's bearing out his heart in this song. And, you know, so many people go through this. Yep. It's part of real life. That, that's what I love about it. Yep. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful song that you can just hear his, uh, hear Bob's range, and he's just a tremendous, like we talked, he's a tremendous vocalist. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And what I like about Christian music, just in general, is, again, it, it's a, it's a song that's yearning to do what's right versus I want to stab my, you know, stab your wheel and you know, I hate you forever. You know, it's not that kind of right. song. It's a, Hey, I'd yeah. like, let's fall in love all over again. I'd like to do what's right. Right. So, uh, yeah, so those, those are my three. And so, if, you know, if somebody, uh, out there wants to listen back to virtues, harmony, I want to fight, let's fall in love all over again. Great Good selections, job. Dan. Right, love those songs. Yeah, I love now? the album. Dave, go ahead. Take the floor, buddy. Okay. I'll jump in. All right. So I chose Jeff Moore's second album, uh, Over the Edge. Also came out in 1996 on Power Guest. Mm. I always love yep. that name. Um, and if you're interested, Girder Music recently released a remastered version of this album along with Jeff's first one, Where Are the Other Nine, and the following one. Oh, I, I need to get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> that third album is yeah. so, so good. Yeah, that, like we've talked about, that may be our favorite yeah. album. Yeah, we'll, it, look, yeah. again, valued listener, take it to the bank. We'll, we're going to do a deep dive on the distance. <laughs> wow, yeah. two teases <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Wow. So I got the idea for this album from one of our loyal listeners, Jim, who uh, messages with us every once in a while after he listens to the episode. And he's like, hey, you guys going to do any Jeff Moore? Love Jeff Moore, particularly love Over the Edge. And I said, I absolutely love that album, too. So, Jim, thanks for the recommendation. Nice. Yes, for listening. thanks, Jim. Um, this was my introduction to Jeff Moore, and I'll tell you how it happened. Um so I think in a previous episode, I told you our youth group was small and not really into CCM back in the 80s. And so I took to our youth leaders the idea of, hey, there's this, uh, there's a group called Feral and Feral that's going to be about an hour away. 
And I would love to take you guys to go see, you know, I'd love to take the youth group to go see Fair and Feral. There's probably about 10 of us, I think, in the youth group at the time. And they agreed to do it. So we got tickets. And I picked Farrell and Farrell because, you know, they were right down the middle. They're not yeah. too rocky mm-hmm. or too loud. You know, it's going to yep. be fun. It's going to be a nice introduction to CCM. So we go to the show and oh, no. have this opening act. You got named Jeff Moore, <laughs> who I never heard of. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, get to learn a new artist. And he comes out and he, 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 the first song he does is Tear Down the Walls with yes. the screaming guitar <laughs> and it along. And he, and he proceeds just to run all over the stage, and the guitar guy is going nuts. And the, I loved it. I mean, in fact, just about every guy in the youth group loved it. <laughs> and I think we all went and bought the all went and bought the cassette that night before we left. Um, but anyway, that was my introduction to Jeff Moore. And as you can imagine, our youth leaders didn't yeah. have a great look on their face during the Jeff Moore <laughs> set. Like, oh well, maybe we should have come here. Yes, but um, so he so he did most of the most of the show was this album because he only had two albums out at the time. But anyway, going back to this, um, produced by Billy Smiley, yep. of course from Whiteheart, and pretty much it's Whiteheart back. Yes, yes, on this album, as you guys, as you guys, yes, know. oh, that, that sure. was my same note. I was like Jeff Moore and Whiteheart is almost what this was. Yes. Here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much yes. it. So, um, so you know, Billy's uh, he does background vocals. Mark Gershmel sings on it. Gary Lund does bass. Christmas Q on the drums. Dan Huff, Gordon Kennedy, pretty good guitar yeah. players right there. Um, so yeah, just great musicians and a lot of fun. So the three songs again, there's a lot of good songs on this album. Uh, the three uh, I sent to you guys. Uh, the first one is the intro track, "Tear Down the Walls." Starts with a gong and a screaming <laughs> guitar. I mean, can right. you start any better? <laughs> Yes. On an album, yes. right? Yes. And it, right there, you know, immediately it's a big change from his debut right. album, which was, you know, not as rocky as this at all. Uh, very keyboard-based. Right. So, um, Tear Down the Walls, Jeff gets to display his great-sounding voice for rock and roll. I just think he's got one of those great rock voices. And it's a simple message about tearing down the walls with our neighbors, asking God for helping us uh, to do just that. Can't do it without him, getting along, you know, with everybody. and. Um, yeah, it's just a great rocker to kick off the album. I thought oh you guys goodness, would love yes. it. Was I and, wrong? And like you say, you really you can't yeah. find this album on Spotify, so we had to go to nope. YouTube no. to find it. And right, you know, Derek will reveal his his uh, artist here in a minute. But what's interesting is we all chose these amazing voices. I mean, I think I love Jeff. Yeah. Uh, he's got amazing vocals. Yeah. You're know, also pretty darn versatile, raspy rock, yep. soul sound. Yep. I was yeah. I was introduced to Jeff with the album The Distance, and then went yeah, back okay. to this one, and even back but and then back then I wasn't much, I was on a liner note reader, and I didn't realize well now I realize why I liked it <laughs> because I loved Whiteheart I loved yeah, those guys right. it all sounded yeah. fantastic, and uh, yeah so yeah. this first one was great I mean loved it yeah immediately sets the yeah. tone rock and guitar. And then to me, this almost seems like a, hey, Dan Huff, do whatever you want to do. Oh, that, yeah. That's, yeah. That's the right. ticket right there. Yeah. Yes. That's, when you hire Dan Huff, you don't put a tether on him. You let him go. Yes. Dan, Somebody let him go. Big do, time. do Dan yeah. things. Yes. You go do Dan yes. things. Right. <laughs> Boy, did he ever on this one. Oh, man, did he ever. Yeah. I had forgotten this album completely um and i, I, I did wanted too. to tell you dave that i remembered it but i thought oh, i'll save it for the podcast but um 
So my story with Jeff Moore was I saw him open for Whiteheart at the Friends University. It had to have been the right, well, Sebit, it's Sebit's auditorium now, but it's, it's their main, you know, it's their main uh, stage there in the Fine Arts Building on the campus of Friends University. And I still okay. have my ticket stub. Wow. And nice. So I can't remember if Jeff would have been on tour with Whiteheart supporting this or where are the other nine. It was before the distance. I know that. But I think okay. it was this concert. I think it was this this album. Because I remembered my youth leader getting it and he played this album in his car to death. So I had completely <laughs> for, but because it's not available on C D. Mm-hmm. It's not on any of the right. streaming services, so all the songs had evaporated from my brain until you sent them, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, here they <laughs> yep. are." Right, That's, I totally nice. remember these. So, yep, and I totally remember yep. this being a super Dan Huff centric album. Yeah, just yes, yeah. it was. So I totally remembered that. That's a great yep. story. So I, I forgot to finish my story. So fast forward years later to about, probably, I don't know, what, maybe 15 years ago now, um, I was at a radio retreat, and they brought in Jeff Moore to play for us one no night. No way. Yeah, and it was Tim and his guitar, and he did some songs, and we got to chat with him, and, and I went up and I told him the story about, you know, youth group and how he opened up, came running out on stage, tearing down the walls, and he just thought that was hilarious. Oh, but just a super nice guy, genuine guy. Yeah. Um, one of the really good guys. Yeah, that's great. It's great. So the other uh, – so I've got, got two more to tell you guys. Uh, I sent you, of course, his remake of Larry Norman's Why Should the Devil Have All the Good Music? Um, a song that, you know, I've always thought was okay until I heard Jeff Moore's remake. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Wow. Um, because it starts, you know, he starts it uniquely with a church organ and it's very reverent. And then he comes in with a one, two, three, four. And then Dan Huff starts screaming the guitars. <laughs> and he just takes on from there and you find yourself chanting along, you know, why should the devil have all good music? And my favorite line from this song is always uh, when Jeff says, I don't like none of those funeral marches. Yeah. I ain't dead yet. I'm like, yes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I love this remake of the Laurie Norman song. A lot of For fun. For sure. I, my first exposure to this song was, of this version of this song, was not on this album because the same the version of the song is on The Distance a year later. Yeah, yeah so I had heard it on The Distance yeah. and then went back and heard it. I like the way they, they integrated Larry back into the song. I love that. Um, they let him sing on that. Uh, I think that I love this version, too. So this is my first introduction to this song. I didn't know Larry Norman had done it originally. Um, and I, oh, so this has always got a special place in my heart. I've always, I always liked this song. And on the distance, I couldn't tell if the mix was better on the distance. It seems like I really liked that one better, or if it was just the uploaded version on YouTube sounded better. I, I can't tell because I don't, I don't have, yeah, it's I don't have the original CDs. Okay. But um, I thought that one was really good. But they're the same song. But, uh, and if I were if I were mixing this, believe it or not, I would bring Dan Huff forward even a little more. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it does seem it does seem <laughs> like he's still a little bit in the background sometimes. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah you're right. Well, that was the thing yes. back then is you just there. There's so many Toto albums, for example, where I'm like, I think Steve Lukather's playing a guitar <laughs> solo, but that could be just my ears ringing. Yeah. I don't know. So. 
Right. And yeah, I would never true. judge any album's mix based on a uh, YouTube yeah, upload. True. So that's you're smart <laughs> yeah. not to. Yeah. Right. You know this this yeah. song. Um, there's some songs that um, the the nostalgia. I, I've moved on. So I'm a pastor, and and I've moved on considerably theologically from where I was back in the day, and and a lot of times, you know, the the nostalgia of a song is able to overcome. Okay, well, yeah, I wouldn't theologically state things that way, but it's it's nice to remember this song. I just oh, I just. Sorry guys, I I I I wasn't a huge fan of the song ever, but just the you know I'm just I'm just so not a uh not into the Luther bar songs, you know, and he never really said why should the devil have all the good music anyway. So anyway, this one my theological acumen kind of shoves my nostalgia out of the way and says, "No, nope, not going there." So <laughs> Anyway, that's just me. That that's that's me. Right. I think the pastor side wins, and the fact that Luther didn't say all these things. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, that's but love Dan. Uh, anything with Dan uh, Huff, I'm always about. Yeah. So uh, love the Dan. Love the Dan. Right. Gotcha. Well, if uh, here's some homework for our listeners today. Uh, go to YouTube. Look up. The video for this song, Why Should the Devil Have All the Good Music, Jeff Moore, and you'll literally get to see Jeff with Whiteheart performing this <laughs> wow. song live. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, it's got all, uh, all yep. the Whiteheart players Now, on which it. which incarnation of our, uh, Whiteheart are we talking about here? This would have been... 1.0? Um, with yeah, with, uh, with Rick. Rick's not in the... In the video, Gordon's playing guitar. Okay, in the so video. Gordon, this is two point oh so version two point of Whiteheart. There you or go. maybe three point yeah, It's right. Be- well, it's right between the Hotline and uh, Reason. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, all right. Yeah, so it's so it's that version. Chris McHugh, Gary Lund, yeah, Gary Lund, probably. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all those guys. Okay, perfect. Wow. So there you go. A little homework. There's your homework. And the third song I sent to you guys was the title track, Over the Edge. Great mid-tempo rocker. Uh, you, I put here, you can really hear Gary Lund's bass. Oh, for sure. Yes, on this I put that too. Um, great track, if you'll bass. Um, song about taking a leap of faith and, and decide to selling out for Christ. Um, also, Gordon Kennedy's acoustic lick, about three-fourths way into the, the song, it kind of Quiets down. He's playing the acoustic guitar. Jeff is singing. It's got a very John Mellencamp sound, I think, to it. Yes. Which is kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. So. What I wrote down here is this is a great example about how, at the time, they were kind of unsure where to push Jeff Moore toward. Whether it was going to be yeah. Bob Seger, Heartland Rock, or whether it was going to be John Mellencamp, or Brian Adams, or exactly who they were going to try to you know, make him sound like. So that was right. Good point. That this is, I mean, this is not quite the heavy rocker that those others two were. No. And, uh, and uh, surprisingly, Gordon Kennedy with the lead guitar and Dan playing the yeah, a lot I of the clean the, electric guitar riffs. Too, yeah. And I, I'm a sucker yeah. for the Chang Chang type of guitar sound. I love that. Oh yeah. Um, yep. I also wrote down yes. Gary Lynn's bass yep. is great on here. Um, and then one, the only beef I have with this is, and this is like true of a lot of 80s songs, it starts to get really interesting in the last 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, yes. exactly. I'm like, hold up, hold up, right. don't figure that out. 
you know, just so yes. typical yes. of the later '80s. It's like, oh man, they're just now starting to do something interesting, and it's oh, gone. Yeah. True. So yeah, I wish yeah. it would have had a little bit more of that yep. earlier. We would have had about at least another sixty seconds of that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun song. I totally I agree it. with that, Dan. Yeah. So those are the three. Uh, so if you want to listen to get a taste of this album, Tear Down the Walls, Why Should the Devil Have All the Good Music, and Over the Edge. Plenty of other good songs on the album. Marianne's a good mm-hmm. song, giving a reference to MTV in that song. Um, Lost or Found is good. Lost or Found is a, a good lot. song, just, yeah. Yeah, just a lot of really good songs off Jeff Moore's Over the Edge album from 1986. Yep, there you go. I, I guess that brings up me from 86. Yep, it's Derek. Yep, really, yep. So I went with uh, another just phenomenal CCM rock vocalist who I don't think people right off the bat, when they think of the great rock CCM vocalists, they think of Brian Duncan and Bob Carlisle and John Elefante and... Help me out. Who have I missed? Uh, Greg yeah. Volts and yeah, Greg Volts and and yeah. some of that. But no one ever thinks of my guy, Matthew Ward. And I think it's because you know he sings with his sisters in Second Chapter of Acts, and it's fairly mellow. But right, I think in the my 1986 album is Armed and Dangerous. You can make the case, Matthew, just. He kills it oh, as a rock goodness, singer on yes. this album. So, yeah. so, so Derek, he is so, Derek, so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely turning yep. around my chair for Matthew Ward if I was on The Voice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> totally. No idea. Derek still has no idea what that means. I have but no idea. In a, but you, you, you turn that chair around, Dan. <laughs> but yes, I agree. Just amazing voice. And I'm with you, which is. So I didn't really give Matthew Ward much of, I didn't listen to him much at all. Cause I think probably because of second chapter of acts and all that kind of thing. And I wasn't, it wasn't until later, I think with fortress that I heard him and I'm finally like, Whoa, 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 what have I missed here? And then went back oh, yeah. to yeah. fade to white and armed and dangerous yeah. and so on and so forth. And yeah, he's all oh right. Goodness. Fantastic. Well, and it doesn't help. So here's what else doesn't help. So I am, and I believe me, I am a huge fan of Second Chapter. So I love Second Chapter of Acts. And I think that brother sister harmony that they have is yes. really special. And, and I love what they do. So I'm a huge fanboy of Second Chapter. But, um, you know, Matthew Ward's other famous solo song is kind of similar to. Uh, what Bob Carlisle did with Butterfly Kisses, except his is Perfect right. Union from the Fade mm-hmm. and White album. So you yeah, got, right. so it's like if you don't dig hard enough, you go, oh, Matthew Ward's the sappy ballad marriage song singer. Mm-hmm. That's all he is. Um, no, yeah. no, 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 not at all. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so the first track I pulled out off of Arm and Dangerous was Red and Yellow, Black and White, and. It's just a nice, and I made sure to pull out, because this album is Dan Huff Central. Uh, Dan has so many good solos on this album. And so I made sure that everything I gave you guys had a really nice Dan Huff moment. Um, So starting with Red and Yellow, Black and White. Um, 
it's a play on the red and yellow, black and white. We are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Um, but expanding it out to all, you know, all men, all, all, all created mm-hmm. in God's image. So, um, so anyway, yeah. I'll throw it to you guys. What, well, and the what do you uh, think? other players on here are, like you said, Dan Huff on this album, uh, Mike Baird drums. Um, and then it was mm-hmm. self-produced mm-hmm. by Matthew Ward. And then yep. he writes sure uh, was. like all the music on here, right? And then you got horns in here, uh, which we'll get to here in a minute. But um, I think he just does an amazing <laughs> job producing his own album here. Um, now, the, yeah. my only yeah. with the album is it's, the whole album is only 33 minutes long. <laughs> it's very short. Oh, yeah, it's very um, short. But, yeah. you know, really full sound Super in short. here. I love this one. The, the bass is a great start to the album. Very catchy. Got Dan Huff. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Spotify, on this album, this song is the second most played song in this album. Um, the 45 seconds of Dan Huff we get is amazing. <laughs> uh, his oh, solo. Yeah. Besides yes. what he's doing in the background, but during his solo. And then the saxophone, we also get a 40-second solo there. Uh, now, I don't true. know who it is because the liner note just says horns. Yep. Um, so I don't know exactly who it is. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I do not have a scene And then to yeah. uh, sound like a little bit like a broken record, the last 10 seconds gets very interesting. <laughs> and they start changing the, yep. start changing the cadence of the chorus, <laughs> and then it's gone. And I'm like, oh, man. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, yep. Uh, yeah, I love this song. It was a, that was a fun yeah. one. Yeah, this album was my introduction to the rock version of Matthew Ward because I, I knew a lot about Second Chapter of Acts, loved him. And I remember when I found this, I, I don't remember how I found it. I was just like, whoa, this is just outstanding. Yes. And so getting to hear these uh, these songs you sent us again, Derek, was a lot of fun. This one kind of had the um, the same feel as the Allies song did, uh, Harmony. It kind of gave me all the 80s feels mm. again because you got the synthesizer and the electronic drums, which I loved back mm, in the yep. day. But I, what's good about the use here is they don't overuse them. It's just every once in a while you hear the yeah, you know, that <laughs> yeah. Little... <laughs> and you're like, yes, there they I'm are in the eighties, right? <laughs> there and, they are. Uh, of course, we could spend all all the whole podcast here talking about Dan Huff's solo, which fantastic. Yep, eighty sax as Dan talked about was on this. Um, but yeah, just a, just a fun song. Yeah, it's a good one. And they what a said, great message. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's very good. And uh, it's, it's very typical of, of Matthew kind of uh, you know, discipling the nations, le- telling the nations about Jesus sort of thing. So that's, um, that's very common. Um, so I think the second one that I sent you was... By uh, your side. Yep. By <laughs> your side. Is that right? Yep. Okay. I'm not going to say a word. I just want to know what oh, you guys okay. thought of this one. Uh, I, it starts with the big guitar again. Um, I like yep. that unique mm-hmm. verse and chorus, the tempo changes that, you know, it, it'll jump in and out of these. And I don't know if they're truly tempo changes. I'm not a musician, but, you know, it sounds like things just change up so much to me in this song. Uh, but I love yep. that, that it, gets, it becomes a very yeah. driving song when it gets to the chorus. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Dave? Well, I, I, my notes here is I am not surprised Derek likes this song at all because I think it's a very much a musician song because there's so much going on musically mm-hmm. here. There is. And it's it's a it's progressive rock basically. It reminds me of something that Kansas would have done mm-hmm. or Genesis would have done in the early eighties. 
Um, I think it's a great song. My only gripe with it is that it just kind of fades off at the end. Yes. Like, wait, where did <laughs> yes. it go? Come back. Yes, come back. You're, you're, done, you're gone too soon. Yes. <laughs> but no, it's just a lot of fun to listen to. The keyboards are all over the place. The guitars. Um, I love the lyric to hold you. I will be there. Console you. I will be there for you. Um, yeah, I just, this song is a lot of fun. I could definitely see why you liked it. Yeah. And did, um, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're kind of hitting on a, I don't know, maybe we're kind of hitting on a podcast that we need to do in the future um, that uh, songs we wish hadn't faded <laughs> out or something like that. I was trying to think of what we should call right. it. But <laughs> yeah. Why'd you have to fade that out? <laughs> you know, that's yes. But um, I love, you know, again, we've talked about songs that have, song lyrics that have stuck with us even though they're 35 years old or, or, or more the the uh, breakdown in this song in your faithlessness, I'm still faithful. That, that really has stuck mm-hmm. with me um, for a long time. And that is, that's the essence of, of the gospel. We're not promise keepers. Jesus is the true promise keeper. And he promises to be faithful to us even when we're unfaithful to him. So that's, I think, you know, just a real quick lyric, but it's so good. In your faithlessness, I'm still yep. faithful. Um, so Matthew killed it on that lyric. Good good one, Matthew. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good lyric. So um, that, was the, that was my second one. And then the last one is the, the last track, which is Love, which I bet is the most played song. I think so, yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is this would end up on my power ballads list yep, of CCM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it's one of those that people need to know. It's it's one of those little gems on this album that it's too bad that more people from that loved this era don't know mm-hmm. this song. Um, talking about his mom praying for him, and now the situation's changed, and he's on his knees praying for his baby girl. Yes. Um, so, and then at the very end, it's got a very long, emotional, beautiful Dan Huff solo that isn't far back in the mix. You can hear it perfectly. So, um, it's got everything. This this song for me has got everything I want from. Matthew well, and I didn't know if his background with his mom dying and then two years later, his father dies and they yep. get orphaned um, and mm-hmm. made powerful, um, you know, listening back to it, uh, I was I, I just so good because it's extremely thoughtful, poignant. I really kind of lose yeah. myself in this song. I mean, I really get emotional because yep. it's. You know, knowing it's Matthew Ward's story, I like that it's it sounds very haunting but humble. Um, yes, and you know, love was calling yep. out my name where he goes into that. Um, mm-hmm. And the emotional part for me, like you said, is the lyric. You know, I understand my mother's heart for me, wanting Jesus to make me all that I could be. Now the situation's changed. I'm on my knees praying for my baby's eyes to someday see. That's another one. It's like oof, oof, that tugs. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. right. And if you know, like you said, it, and maybe homework for the readers, if you don't know the backstory of um, Matthew and Nellie and Annie, the the three brother and sisters in second chapter, go go on their website and read that story. It's really it's really 
a testament to God's goodness to, especially to, Nath, uh, to Nellie and Matthew, how they were adopted by Annie and her husband, Buck. And it's, it's really quite a story. So yeah, definitely read that. Yeah. Beautiful song. Uh, Matthew Ward and Bob Carlar. Are both <laughs> yep. to make us cry. Yeah, they are. Um, but <laughs> no, like you said, this is everything you want in a power ballad and uh, it's right in his wheelhouse vocally. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a great song. Yeah, it's it's amazing that. And again, I I, I would if we were going to do our favorite rock vocalists of the CCM era, boy, I, Matthew would be right up near the top of my list. And Man, I'm putting all, I'm putting all three of example of why. I mean, Jeff. Yeah, you know we we haven't had a yeah, dead on this right. list the entire night, so that's yeah. for sure. That, no. that is for sure. So well. Oh, and one thing I should throw out about Matthew: yesterday was his birthday, so. Um, we're recording this oh. on, let's see, today's the 16th. Yep. Do I have that right? That's so right. yesterday was February Matthew 16th. Ward's birthday. So happy yeah. birthday to Matthew Ward yesterday. And Happy birthday. Yes. We won't sing to you, Matthew. That's <laughs> We wouldn't even try. <laughs> hey, so I'm going to throw a curveball right. at you, Derek. Any of these on the CCM Top Albums list? Oh. Uh, we'll talk amongst good ourselves. Good question. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Um, well, so I got a message from yeah. from uh, while, while Derek's looking that up. We got a message from one of our loyal listeners. Well, Jim, the same guy that wanted to know about the Jeff Moore, he found his copy of this book. He's like, "Hey, here's the book that you guys are talking about, oh. right?" And sent a picture <laughs> yes. of it, and I said, "Yep, that's it." So, yep, none of these albums are on there. But no, curious. no, no. Yeah. There, uh, how the West was one is is a is an album that shows up by second chapter. It's a live album with Phil Keggy and Okay, so chapter. any any Matthew Ward, Jeff um, Moore, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Allies for sure is not on there, but Allies is not and I don't believe Jeff Moore is wow. either. He's no. written he's written a lot not of even stuff foundations. Like yeah. I would think if any album was gonna show up on there it'd probably be foundations, but that's not yeah. on there either. Mm. So now wait a minute, that's I'm second guessing myself. The book is not in my um, in my immediate vicinity. So you talk about okay, yourselves, okay. and I will do. Do we have any more shout outs we want to do before we leave yeah, this play? So, there you go. Uh, appreciate those who've kind of chimed in and commented or sent a message to us. Uh, you know, Dave and Eric and Michael and Patrick. Patrick without a K. And Ron. Callie, George. <laughs> all you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, yeah, and then that's I'll, great. I'll, I'll give you a little more time to look yeah, it up. Absolutely. So uh, the other thing I want to mention is, yep. Uh, again, real quick, Christian music on the web. I mean, if you're trying to find some of this music, um, there's some pretty good channels out there. I don't know that they hit on all the notes that I particularly like, but um, you can find on Live 365, uh, 80s Christian Music Days, and Days is spelled D-A-Z-E. Uh, that's a pretty good channel. Uh, ClassicChristian247.com, mm-hmm. I still think they do a pretty good job over there. Um, Accu Radio has a, a spinoff for Christian Music Radio. Um, so if you're looking for some good music to fill your fill your day, uh, they do a pretty good job over there. One other question we should bring up, or we should answer while bringing it up, is: Is anyone looking down and to the left? Oh, to the right? Good question. On these album covers. Oh, let's see. Yeah, Matthew's looking question. at the camera, but he looks a, a lot more, lot more okay. like. Don't mess with me because he's armed and dangerous. Yeah. Oh, true. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jeff Moore is leaning on a fence, looking straight ahead, but he's got the sunglasses on there again. Yes, um, very Corey Hart. Don't Hardin. mess with me. It's very Corey. Yes, Hardin. very Corey Hart. Very Corey Hart of him. And he's he's kind of got a smile. <laughs> Jeff's kind of got a smile on his face, a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. And what about uh, what about Alan? Yeah. Well, they're not even on the cover. They kind of got so. these cartoon, tough-looking cartoon character type guys, or or drawn characters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, the, okay. the the results are in. How the West was won, okay. second chapter, number ninety three on the list, and then uh, Jeff okay. Moore does not show up, and then Ooh. the other one that I forgot to mention was second chapters with footnotes album. That's a I think is their first album, seventy four. So that shows up at number seventy two hmm. in the book. So no Jeff Moore, no, no Matthew Ward, uh, Matthew Ward solo, gotcha. and no allies. Yeah. Oh, so unfortunate. Yeah, we they definitely did not let us edit that book. And then I forget, did you say no. you had no. any of these albums, Derek? You got you have your Armed Dangerous. I do not have Armed and Dangerous. I do not have Virtues, and I definitely don't have since the remaster just came out. I don't have Over the Edge. So nope, Dave. Nope, don't have any of those. The only one I have is a cassette copy of Over the Edge. Yes, that's I, I bet that's you all had I have. Cassette copy. Dan, you I, know, I bet you had. I had. I think virtues. All of those um, at one point, and well, I yeah, learned what about to, to those, uh, Dan. Well, actually, yeah. they got moved by a company called Five Fingers Lifting and Storage. Yeah, and they they, they, mm, they lifted them lifted yeah. them stored them somewhere. Oh, yeah, I've there. heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Sorry. it was just yeah. yeah. They had a really hey, cool logo fingers. though for their uh, not cool company. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> I bet. Oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah, that's it's so no wonder we can't right. find them in the phone book anymore. So what's a phone book <laughs> anyway? Right. right. I'm I'm guessing you're not gonna give them a no. uh, five star review. No, their Yelp yep. review. They, they is had very no Yelp low. back then, otherwise I probably okay. would have known. Yeah. You know, that, that they were trouble. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> so. All right. Well that was fun. Uh, fun look back at uh, some albums turning thirty five. Appreciate you guys sending all this stuff. That was fun because uh, had had listened to a lot of those for a while. Um, yeah, it was. So thanks for listening to the three Ds. Dan, Derek, Dave. This has been CCM and three D. Talk to you later. Talk to you next time.